0: Use promo code MADNESS50. That's MADNESS50 to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today.
1: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and, of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan.
0: Hello, and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, on Washet, Nate Klaus. And guys, it, it feels like things have kind of slowed down. I mean, I feel like now we've officially hit the offseason. I told my wife earlier this week, I think Tuesday was the first day I, I didn't really feel like I had to worry about something. With, with a coaching move, a roster move, a transfer portal thing. Um, but I, I think things have at least quieted down um, as we going to spring football here at the end of March I mean Nebraska is going to have now a good six more weeks of winter workouts um, until they open up spring ball at the end of March on the final week of March but uh, the big announcement as as many know listening already that Bill Bush is coming back to Nebraska as a defensive analyst not a special teams analyst um, and then Keenan Lowe is coming from UCLA to be an offensive analyst essentially he'll be the assistant wide receivers coach as is probably the best way to dub that move uh, for Nebraska. And then Marcus Castro Walker comes into um, that player uh, development role Um, personnel role, I guess they'll call it. And and it's a position they've really never had before. Ron Brown had the title, uh, but Ron Brown worked more with specific running backs and other position groups at Nebraska. He didn't really work in that role. So um, that's going to be probably the gist of the coaching movement we see on Scott Frost's staff here over this offseason. And um, it's safe to say, guys, the Bill Bush move, (laughs) it won the Internet. um, As I think in our weekly chat on Tuesday, we probably answered – 35 Bill Bush questions, Nate, and I'll go to you first because you you know Bill Bush. You worked under him. You were his recruiting assistant many years ago. Uh, but <laughs> how many ways can we answer questions about Bill Bush? We found that out on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, we, we sure did. I mean, um, he's a, he's not a full-time coach, so he won't be coaching on the field during practice or, or during the game. He's not going to be able to recruit on the road. Um, you know I mean I don't know how many different ways we got asked you know, what, what if he'll be able to do either one of those two things but um, you know I, I think is this this worked out perfectly for all parties involved, in my opinion. You're, you're getting a native Nebraskan, someone who's um, who started his coaching career at Nebraska under Tom Osborne uh, as an intern or a GA back in the '90s. Uh, obviously, he he worked um, you know on Bill Callahan's staff, and then um, you know and he's been in the he's been in the Big Ten at several different schools too: Wisconsin, Ohio State, Rutgers. Um, you know he's he's worked under. Urban Meyer and Ed Orgeron and, and, you know, a lot of, you know, Gary Anderson, a lot of good coaches, um, you know, I- and he's familiar with the three-four defense, you know, working with Dave Aranda, and uh, you know, it all in a bunch of other stops too. So, I mean, it's a perfect fit. He's a really good recruiter. Um, now, obviously, his uh, you know what he'll be able to do is limited here at, at Nebraska, but it, it won't stop him from maybe being able to reach out to some contacts or or at least maybe give some ideas or or have influence in, over what they're doing. So, I mean, it's it's a perfect deal. Plus, LSU is paying the large majority of his. Four Four hundred
0: fifty-seven thousand yeah. in Nebraska. I think he's only paying him forty. Uh, I think it was 36, 36. Yeah. 36. So yeah. they they and, and there's a they're basically paying him the least they can get away with, yep. like the lowest analyst salary they're allowed to pay. So LSU will pay him over four hundred and ten thousand a year.
2: Yeah, I mean it's perfect. Well, what I like about it is you know he's a perfect combination of what you're looking for in that role in the sense that he understands everything about the job and what Nebraska is and uh, all that comes with this program given his past experience here. But also he's someone that is outside of Scott Frost bubble. I mean, you know, a lot of the, some of the other hires, Frost's brother, they're guys he's known for a long time, worked with before, I mean, he's never worked with Bill Bush. I'm sure they they met each other and know each other, but uh, he comes from a completely different tree and background that uh, gave him a lot of different experiences and perspectives on stuff that I think he's going to be a guy that can have a different voice that can maybe chime in with some different uh, opinions. And with his experience and his background, I think it's, it's a guy that you're going to listen to. And I think that's one of the reasons why he was brought on.
0: Yeah, and it will be interesting if he'll even help with special teams. I, I get the the feeling nobody really wants that special teams analyst title where they, they have that all those responsibilities where they're the fall man like Rutledge was this last year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they just give that title to a full-time coach and then other people help in that role. But that still needs to be addressed. I mean, what are they going to do with special teams? Who is the guy that's going to run that unit as Nebraska really is one of the few Power 5 program since the NCAA that has gone to 10 assistants that does not have a full-time coach on that with a title.
2: Well, the guy that immediately jumps to mind, you know, Mike Dawson, he's the guy that we mentioned on the chat. He was the Boston College special teams coach. from 2009 to 2011 so he has experience handling that element of the game but you get the sense that that's you know maybe he doesn't want that full-time coordinator role just because of you know the, the pressure that comes with that I mean there's a lot that you have to cover that all falls on your shoulders if your coverage unit doesn't work your kicking game your punting game your return game uh, all that falls back on the guy that, that has that coordinator title so you know I'm sure that there's a lot that you know, you would want to maybe disperse around with that with your staff. But it seems like Mike Dawson is probably a guy that could take on a, a bulk of that responsibility, given his experience with that position.
1: And, and just because you carry that title doesn't mean that you do all the work. Uh, I mean, I still think regardless of how this ends up, um you know working out or, or however they end up you know kind of tabbing the special teams coordinator I think that it's going to be a, a team effort it, you know whether it whether it would have been a, a special teams analyst or or whether they go uh, you know uh, giving somebody a full-time coach the special teams coordinator title it, it's still going to be a, a team effort but yeah I couldn't agree more I mean it certainly feels like everyone in the room is going oh no nope, I'm good I'm, I don't I don't you know what I don't need that title
0: you know, And then they bring in Keenan Lowe and Marcus Castro-Walker. And I think the big thing here, guys, is the diversity they've added to the staff. I mean, they, they needed to, I think, add some more diversity. Um, having Keenan Lowe uh, complement uh, a guy like Matt Lubick, I think that's perfect for the wide receiver room. You've got a lot of young players in that room. He's played receiver for Scott Frost, for Matt Lubick. Um, and I think he's going to be perfect, and he feels like a guy that, Five, seven years from now will be, I mean, maybe quicker than that. I, I shouldn't say five, seven years. Two, three years from now, he could be a full-time Power Five level
2: assistant. Well, and you just think about what that move means for the guys on top of him uh, with Lubick. He can take more of a overseeing coordinator responsibility and not have to balance both position coach and coordinator. And as a result, Frost can take on more of a CEO role where he's maybe not – as uh, involved in the, you know, play calling coordinator aspect and it gives more of that responsibilities to Lubick. So I think there's a ripple effect by bringing in a guy like that that can be, you know, essentially, uh, you know, a, a key part of the position coaching area, that receiving mm-hmm. core. And then that opens up more time for Lubick to take on uh, a more kind of overseeing role of the offense than Frost an overseeing role of the entire team.
1: Yeah I, I agree um you know and by all accounts he's a, he's a you know big time you know rising coach so I mean if you can if you can kind of capture him now um, you know, as we all saw, Lubick is, is going to be having an eye on, you know, eventually taking that next step. And, you know, if and when that happens, maybe this is something where Keenan Lowe then can move up and, and become the, the full-time wide receiver coach. But, but you know, maybe the guy outside of Bill Bush, maybe the one I'm, I'm most interested by is Castro Walker in that player development role. I, I think that, you know, if, if you guys have watched the YouTube video of him when he was at Arizona State talking about what he does, I um, mean, he's very passionate about it. You know, a lot of times you get a you get somebody in that player development role, and they're they're a coach, and like they, Chris Brassfield. Yeah, they want to be a coach. They don't they don't necessarily like Chris Brassfield
0: was in charge of in, in state recruiting at one time for Nebraska.
1: <laughs> yeah. He didn't care about. <laughs> he didn't
0: even statement. know. He, like, hey, Chris, where's Beatrice at? He he wouldn't have known no. where Beatrice was at.
1: But he, he has no aspiration to coach. He wants to help. Uh, build relationships with with student athletes and help develop them not not athletically but you know from a from a personal standpoint and and I think that's a big deal when if you have someone like that um, you know as we all have seen there's a lot of a lot of people have left the program and and I think a lot of it has to do with not maybe not feeling comfortable in Lincoln or um, you know getting homesick or or whatever you know everyone goes through a rough patch when they when they leave home and and I think if you have someone in that role who can kind of reach out and have you you have a, a relationship with them I think that could help uh, down the road so I, I'm interested in to see kind of how how that role emerges and, and kind of uh, goes forward here.
0: All right guys it's officially now become poll list season. Uh, Nebraska comes in Pretty favorable on a uh, power index poll on ESPN. We'll discuss that next and more. You're listening here to the Huscarline Line Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.